I am the architect. I created the Matrix. Shall we play a game? Okay, okay, here we go. Thank you very much. This is Bob Sherwood coming to you. Haven't podcast in a long while. I know it. But I've got some startling news. Big news. Excellent news. Yes, big news. No, not just about Trump running for president or DeSantis trying to run for president. I've got much, much more important news than that. Much more important. And you're the first ones to hear it. Although my formal announcement it's not going to come for a few more days, and you probably guessed it by now. That's right. I formed my own political action committee. I've appointed a chief financial officer, and I am announcing next week on my 80th birthday a run for the presidency of the United States. That's right. You heard it correctly. I'm going to be 80, and I'm going to run to be president of the United States. Yes, I'm going to be a candidate. I just have to find out what I have to do. Now, I've announced it, but I watched uh, 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 Fox News, and I noticed they didn't—they haven't picked up my announcement yet. Of course, they're probably waiting for my formal announcement next week. This is a big deal. Now, I, I wasn't sure if I qualified, so I looked, and I said, am I qualified? And then I found out, wait a minute, you only have to be 35 years of age or older, that's me. I qualify. No problem. You have to live in the United States for 14 years. That's me. I qualify. And you have to be a U.S. citizen. That's me. I qualify. Those are the three requirements. That's it. To be a candidate. Now, it may take more things to become elected. But to become a, pres to become a candidate for president of the United States, you only need three criteria. 35 years of age, 14 years in the United States, and a U.S. citizen. That means that, oh, by the way, there is one more thing, and I probably should have mentioned that. You have to be a natural-born citizen, right? You have to be born in the United States. Again, I still qualify. Now, you out there in uh, podcast land, you may know some qualifications that I've missed. If I've missed a few, send them to me at webtalkwithbob at gmail.com and tell me what qualifications do I really need? Because this is what the Constitution says. Now, you're probably wondering about my campaign and how it will work. And uh, so I'm going to talk to you now and I'm going to be specific. My entire campaign will be based on podcasts. That's it. It'll be only podcasts. So if you want to find out about a policy or something like that, it'll be only on podcasts. Now, I won't be talking about Trump. I won't be talking about DeSantis. I won't be talking about any other candidate that's running for president. I'll only be talking about me and my policies, policies that I think should be in any presidential run. So I will not be talking or slandering anyone else. I don't care about DeSantis. I don't care about Trump. I don't care if there's 19 other people running. I don't care about their policies. I'm not going to compare my policies to theirs. I'm just going to support my policies in these podcasts. And I'm starting next week to start the podcasts again. I've already had one person offer to donate uh, money to my campaign. I've turned that person down. I'm not sure yet if I'm going to accept funds or not. But if I do, it'll be a lot different. The, the funds won't be to a political action committee where they have to be spent only on, um, you know, uh, 
campaign things because they always cause a problem. My, my, if you donate to my campaign, I can buy anything I want. I can buy a new car. I can, I can buy a new shirt. I can take a trip to Europe. There'll be no restrictions on the money that you send me if you elect to send me money. And I don't recommend you do that, by the way. But uh, I've always wondered why all these restrictions on campaigns, because if we can't trust the president with a few million dollars of campaign funds, how do we trust a president who can write a check for $300 million to the U Ukraine and never know where it goes? So in my campaign, you don't have to worry about where it goes. It'll be spending, it'll be money spent on me. Yeah, maybe on my campaign. Maybe I'll, it'll cover Wi-Fi and things like that. But fundamentally, if you give me the money, don't worry about it because I'm going to blow it on something. That's my whole campaign. Now, let's see. What else about my campaign? It'll be policies only, as I've said. I won't comment on other people's policies. I'm not going to do any personal interviews. I'm not going to debate. History has shown us that debates mean nothing. Nobody changes their mind by way of a debate. If you listen to the Fetterman uh, debate uh, last week in uh, Pennsylvania, and he won, then you know debates don't matter. And historically speaking, people have said that. Debates don't matter. Now, maybe Kennedy-Nixon debate was a little different. That was on TV for the first time. But generally... People go into debate with their mind made up. They leave the debate with their mind made up, and they vote that way. So anyway, that takes care of that. And in many cases, the debates occur after a person has voted. So in my case, I'm not going to go any debates. No television interviews either. I won't answer questions from reporters. None of those things. Only policies. And only arguments about my policies. So I'll talk about Medicare and education and the Federal Reserve and what things I would keep, what things I would delete in terms of the federal government, what would I do on taxes. And I'm going to be very specific on taxes. What would I do on education? Major, major policy change in education. We know this, that we have to go through this in the next few years. We have to change the way we educate our people. It's not working. They come out, they're in debt, they can't find a job. Whose responsibility is that? Well, who cares? Let's just change the whole educational process. So that's going to be all about my policies. And so if you're interested, uh, subscribe to my uh, podcast or, or uh, send me an email, and I'll make sure you get, you get copied on them. Uh, I think my podcasts are still on, uh, on iTunes, so you can go there and listen to them. This will only be podcasts of me going through the ropes of becoming a candidate. So I'm going to take you with me as I explore what I need to sign with the Federal Election Committee. Do I have to write a check to them? What do they do with the money if I write them a check? How do I become an official candidate? A lot of people probably don't know that. By the way, I don't know it. I thought maybe all I had to do was declare, which now I've done. I've declared my candidacy. But I have to find out how I become a legitimate candidate. I want to be a registered candidate. Now, I'll have to register the Republican Party. Party, That's right, Republican Party. Um, but I'm going to work through that hoop. So if you listen to my podcasts, you'll be listening to what hoops I have to jump through in order to become a real candidate. Yes, and I won't be talking about the other candidates. I won't be talking about a candidate's sexual preference, uh, how much money they've stolen from other governments. Uh, none of those things. I don't care about them. And I don't know, maybe you care about them, but I don't care about them. So uh, my campaign is all on podcasts, all on policies. That's all you'll hear. 
But I think, I believe, you're going to hear some pretty interesting policies on education, on medicine, on the future, on Wi-Fi, and what people I might put in charge of various parts of the government. That's right, what people. That's key. Getting the right people in charge of these parts of the government, right? It's a, it's a sin in my mind, it's obscene, that we don't have the best Wi-Fi system in the world right now, but we don't. And that's going to be one of my policies. You know, we have a pretty good highway system. We have a below-average train system. And we literally don't have a national Wi-Fi system, but we should. And I'll be talking about that. So it's going to be all about policies, things that a presidential policy, a presidential candidate should have as policies that really would change the way uh, America operates. Uh, I won't be talking about diversity and dividing the country and all those things. I don't even understand what those things are, how you measure them. And if the country's divided, I'm not sure that's that important. I mean, we're, we're always have been divided to some degree, right? The real issue is, is the policies. What policies do we implement to make our country great again or before or after or in the future? That's the key. And that's what I'm going to be focused on. And some of my policies are going to sound pretty far out. I don't know. They may even make me seem like a Democrat or Libertarian. I don't care. I have one thing going for me that maybe, well, probably most of you out there don't have. I've been around here for 80 years. I've seen a dozen presidents. So there we go. That's how this is going to work. If you have any questions on it, let me know. Webtalkwithabob at gmail.com. Signing off. Goodbye. Brought to you courtesy.